You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things that you have prepared, whose will they be? You may be seated. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear saints, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. His mercy endures forever. We pray every day that the Lord would give us this day our daily bread, and He answers that prayer. In fact, it is one of the traditions of the ancient church that the reason why the wheat comes up out of the ground and grows is because the church prays, give us this day our daily bread. The reason why the dairy farmer can find milk in the cows every morning is because the church prays, give us this day our daily bread. In fact, the reason why the sun comes up and goes down and the earth continues to to, to roll around the sun is because the church prays, give us this day our daily bread. And the Lord answers that prayer and He provides us with all that we need. Especially in this time of harvest. We give thanks that the Lord provides all that we need. And He gives us not just the bare minimum, but He gives to us in abundance. And He gives to us peace. And He gives to us blessings. He gives us house and home and our eyes and our ears and our reason and all our senses. He gives us shoes and clothing, food and drink and all that we need for this life and more. And all of this He does only out of divine fatherly goodness and mercy without Remember, any merit or worthiness in us. In fact, it's one of the healthy practices of Thanksgiving is to just pause and consider the blessings that the Lord has given to you. And that list is long for each one of you. I mean, even no matter how bad things are, you have a long list of things to be thankful for, to thank God for. And so there is an irony that the text appointed for tonight is this gospel text of the man who is about to die and doesn't know it. He has this, he's a farmer, apparently, and uh, maybe moderately successful. You know, he has a barn, but it's not big enough because he has this year of abundance, this bumper crop, and he harvests all of this food and it's now just sitting there. On the ground, he doesn't have a, he has so much stuff, he doesn't have a place to put it. And so he starts talking. In fact, the text is, I mean, it's a little bit funny because he doesn't have anyone to talk to. (laughs) He's talking to himself. And in fact, he says it. Self? (laughs) Look at all this stuff. What are we going to do? I know. Let's build a bigger barn. So he does. He goes and he builds a bigger barn, you know? Big enough for all the grain and and, and, and for all the wheat and all the corn and all the apples and all the squash and everything else he's got, he's probably got room in there for his fifth wheel and his boat and everything else. And he looks at the barn and he says, finally now, I've, I'm done working. I can relax, eat, drink, and be merry. I've got enough to last for years to come. And the Lord calls this man a fool. Don't you know, he says. Tonight, your life is required of you. And what are you going to do with all your stuff? We were, we were talking this afternoon about what the opposite of thankfulness is. And the, and, the, and the first thing that we would think of would be ungratitude, a grumbling, complaining sort of attitude. And you know people like this. 
where they come and they talk to you and you know what, you know what you're going to get from them. You know you're going to get complaining. You know you're going to get grumbling. You know you're going to get, uh, you, you know they're going to drag you down. And you know these kind of people because you are these kind of people. And so am I. We are grumbling people. Unthankful people. We are like Israel, wandering in the desert. Remember, this is the sin of all their sins. I mean, worshiping idols, doubting God's mercy. Of all the sins that the Israel committed in their 40 years of wandering, the one that the Bible remembers the most is that they were grumbling, stiff-necked. They were complaining. They would sit there eating their manna, which is God throwing bread out of heaven, just, just dropping pizzas from the clouds. And they're complaining. Oh, how we love the flesh pots of Egypt. We love to eat the stew back there when we were slaves and were working 20 hours a day making a pyramid for the Pharaoh. Oh, how we miss, of all things to miss, remember what they complained? Oh, how we miss the cucumbers. <laughs> what? <laughs> now we laugh at this and we say, oh boy, old Israel, stiff-necked, hard-hearted Israel. That wouldn't be us. We would be so grateful. But imagine if the Lord took all the complaining that you had done in the last 40 years and reduced it down to a list. You would be worse than them and so would I. But Christians should be different. I mean, this is the first thing. We should be thankful. But, I think we can do better than ungratitude, than ingratitude as the opposite of thankfulness. I mean, we see it especially in this gospel text that the opposite of thankfulness is pride. I mean, this man had this problem of pride and essentially this. He thought that the things that he, that he had were things that he had earned, things that he had deserved. He, after all, had plowed the field, planted the seed, done all the hard work, borne the brunt of the heat of the day. He had toiled and labored and put in years and years of study at the ag school and all of this to have his farm produce this abundance. It was his work. It was his prosperity. And it was his abundance. And this is his fall. Because you don't write thank you notes for the things that you've earned. You don't say thank you for the things that you've deserved out of your sweat and labor and toil. After all, you earned them. The only time you say thanks is when something comes to you as a gift. And this is what the call to thankfulness is. To receive this life not as something earned, but as something given. To receive everything that you have in this life as a gift from God who is in heaven. I think St. Paul is our example to consider in this. Uh, Paul, and this is a pattern that I didn't see until just this last week. Uh, Paul, in almost all of his letters, will begin by giving thanks to God. Well, at least by reporting that he's giving thanks to God. <laughs> And what does he give thanks to God for? He gives thanks to God for all of these churches that he's writing letters to. Now, it's important for us to remember that the reason why he's writing letters to these churches is because these churches have all sorts of problems. You know, 
There's false doctrine and false living and all these sorts of things. That's why he's writing the letter. But he doesn't start by grumbling and complaining, but rather by giving thanks. I give thanks to God for all of you every day, he says, because of your faith and because of your love and because of your hope. And then he ends his letter by calling the people uh, uh, to give thanks as well. Calling forth from the churches a giving of thanks. Here, here's just a couple of examples. Philippians 1.3 I thank my God in all remembrance of you. And then at the end, Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Or Colossians. Colossians 1, 12, Paul starts like this. I give thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Or even before that, in verse 3, we thank God always, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. And then at the end, Colossians 3, 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Here's a third example. Paul says this to uh, the Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 1, 2. We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in, in our prayers. And then at the end, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So the Christian is thankful. But, and I think we need to go a little bit further, by realizing that the reason that we are here tonight in church, at least the reason on the surface, is because thanksgiving is not just a Christian virtue. In fact, the reason why we're here today is because our president, Obama, asked all churches to gather and give thanks to God. He declared it this morning. <laughs> On this, the 28th day of November, 200, uh, in the year of our Lord, 2013, and in the year of our de- independence, 238. I request that all people would gather in their houses of worship or their community centers or their homes and give thanks for all of their benefits. You see, it's not just Christian, and we know this, right? It's not just Christian people that teach, that teach thankfulness. Everybody, every parent teaches their children, what do you say? Thank you, right? But there is something more to the Christian's act of thankfulness. And Paul says it like this, Ephesians 5.20. Give thanks always for everything. To God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the Christian goes beyond the good person in giving thanks. Because we don't just give thanks to God for the good things in life. But even if we can understand it, for the bad things. We don't just give thanks to God for the blessings but also for the sorrows. We give thanks to God, not just for His gifts of life, but even, even in death. Because the grave itself cannot stop the voice of faith giving thanks to God. And and this is because we realize 
that everything we have in this life is undeserved. If Jesus was to hand us over to the thing that we would deserve, then all of us would simply be born straight into the fires of hell itself. If Jesus would give us the things that we deserve, none of us would have a day of seeing the sun, a night of seeing the stars. None of us would have a breath filling our lungs, a a meal filling our bellies, a, a joyous sight filling our eyes. If God were to hand us over to the thing that we would deserve, we would have nothing but his abandonment and his wrath. But Jesus has taken all of that for us, all of the wrath that we deserve. He has suffered hell and death and the grave in your place. Jesus now, Jesus, has taken away all the all the really bad things of this life, the things that we deserve for our sin, so that because of Him, because of His cross, because of His death in our place, now everything is a gift. And when we say everything, we mean everything. We wake up in the morning. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. We go to bed at night. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. We have a bite to eat, a home to go home to, family and friends in our homes and here at church. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good. We give thanks to God, even if we can understand it this way, even for the devil himself. Because he comes to us and shows us our sin and we thank him for that because now we know more of what the Lord has forgiven. And even when our last hour comes or the last hour for those that we love, even when this comes, we will still give thanks because even death itself is a gift from the one who died for us that we would live with him forever. So give thanks. You can give thanks because the president asked you to. That's fine. (laughs) But give thanks because Jesus has died for you, has spilled his blood for you, has suffered God's wrath for you. And because now he has a place for you with him forever. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Amen. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We hope you were blessed by today's Word of Hope. Hope Lutheran Church is located at 1345 Macon Street in Aurora, Colorado. 
Their weekly schedule is as follows. Sunday morning worship at 9.15, adult Bible class and youth Sunday school at 10.45 a.m. On Tuesday mornings, there is a matin service at 8.30 a.m. with a Bible class to follow at 9.30 a.m. You can find out more about Hope Lutheran Church at www.hope-aurora.org. That's www.hope-aurora.org. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you in His grace.